this podcast is not sponsored by audiobooks.com. Why not? It's bad. Take a crazy look. Don't do it. Why not? I can give you a lot of reasons. Hillary Duff's books. Don't make In me. In Cinderella stories, you'll hear us a lot. So nope. why not? Why not? Why not take a crazy look? You can't make why me. Not Don't do it. Hey. No. Welcome to Cinderella stories. With a Z. We read the books supposedly by musician, actor Hilary Duff. So that you don't have to. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Al. And uh, we finished reading Elixir. We're done with that. Fuck that book. Really bad book. Today we're going to go over the book reviews of this literature on the wonderful site goodreads.com and then elsewhere if we so desire. So I'm going to link this in the show notes here so y'all can join along with us. It's quite a trip. I started reading this and I was like, hold on, I got to wait till Alice Alice here because this is quite a fun, fun trip. Yeah. Um, are you ready, Al? Um, I just added all of my Facebook friends on Goodreads. So I think I am. <laughs> when am I interested? No, I. this is so unnecessary. Wow. Stay focused. Stay focused. I. That's. You don't know what you're asking for. Okay, here we go. I can see these. All right. So I want you to read the, uh, I don't know what it's sorted by essentially here, but the top review here is by Morgan F. It was from September 29th, 2010. So that's actually before the book technically was released. Would you like to read this, this review by Morgan F? Yeah, here we go. Um, let me click on full review here. I'm warning you now. This is more of a rant than a cohesive, intelligent review. It will be filled with spoilers and unladylike language, so people of delicate sensibilities take heed. I like Hilary Duff. I grew up with her in, the Liz- in Lizzie McGuire and even rocked the Lizzie hairstyle for a while. I think she has grown into a nice young starlet, as opposed to, well, this. And there's a link there. And I'm not going to go ahead and I'm not going to click on the this because I have a feeling it's going to be. It's me. a dead link. It's to it's Perez Hilton okay. uh, J- JPEG of a mugshot. Which I can assume is of a Lindsay Lohan. That's my that's my bet there. Anyway, keep going. Okay, well, you know, I can't, I, mm, we don't like that. But <clears throat> I was curious about this book after seeing her name on it. I was interested. How much of it did Hillary actually write? Did she just tell Elise Allen, write about soulmates, and then go get a manicure? Probably. <laughs> the probably was me. Um, or did she come up with the plot herself with Elise Allen only writing it down on paper? I think, after reading it, that I know the answer. I believe this is how the conception of this book transpired. Hillary's manager walks into Borders mistakenly, (laughs) absolutely absorbed into keying things into his Blackberry. It is only when he walks into a table, toppling over a pile of books, that he looks up and acknowledges his surroundings. Hey, this isn't sax. But then his eye is drawn to a picture of Lauren Conrad on the back of Sweet Little Lies. He smirks because he has his suspicions how much of this book Lauren actually wrote. Surprisingly, he sees multiple teenagers in the checkout line with a book in hand. Hmm, he thinks. Hillary is ten times prettier and smarter and nicer than Elsie. Then a brilliant idea forms in his head. 
Hillary's name plus YA book equal new sports car. Excitedly, he gathers a copy of every YA book in the store and rushes back to the office to make some phone calls. Hey, Hillary, babe, how would you like to write the ultimate YA book? Next time, Hillary, just say no. This book infuriates me. <laughs> how stupid do publishers think teens are? This is the same typical formula for every other YA paranormal book out there, except wrapped up in a different dress. There was nothing special about it. No spark. The writing was dead and lifeless, as were all the characters. I was bored out of my mind with the predictability of it all when I wasn't in a rage of seething hot fury. Clea Raymond, the narrator, is horrible. She has no personality and nothing that distinguishes her from every other YA heroine out there. Her name is also too close to Claire for my liking. <laughs> and those of you who have read my other rants know my reasoning for that. Claire is a stupid... Whoa, okay, there's some lore behind all this. Claire um, <laughs> is a stupid, vapid girl who became absolutely insufferable after she discovered... <clears throat> True love. That's right, folks. She has a soulmate. But don't be too jealous of her now. She also has the inexplicable burden of being caught in the middle of a love triangle. What would a YA book be without one of those? Of course, Clea had no idea her BFF Ben had feelings for her until he started being a jealous prick. Clea, you give a bad name to women everywhere. We are girls. We always know. Platonic friends, my ass. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Woof, dude. Uh, <clears throat> okay, here we go. Hang on. Well, I got, I got it's a long one. This is a long one. I don't disagree. Did, I, you, I, did you write this one? Did you write this? I Yeah, I, I actually, I got Elise Allen to ghostwrite it. <clears throat> um, of course, I could have forgiven the book for this. Love triangles are a staple because they create drama and act as filler. Except this one was so blatantly one-sided. We all know Clea loves Sage, her soulmate guy, who is also immortal. <clears throat> I'll have to stop right there. I'm going to have to stop right there. It says Lurves. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot the Lurves. This, is, this review was definitely written in 2010. Clea herself is kind of immortal, but more on that later. I might be spoiling things a little here, but suck it up. I'm trying to save you here. Clea and Sage had known each other less than a week. At first, Clea thought he was a crazy stalker. Then she thought he was a serial killer dead set on sending her to the grave. Then all of a sudden they were kissing, telling each other how much they loved each other and having sex in a car. First off, if a guy with the exception of Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. lets you lose your virginity in a car. Oh. He does not really love you. Yeah, actually, I really agree with this review. That's that chapter y'all were trying to fight me on. Like, that's, yeah, she should have known. What the fuck? Sorry, my kitten just... Minnie, this is... Ma'am, this is not the time. Do you want to tell the audience how small you are, though? Okay, you won't even... All right, you know what? Too shy. Does anyone want a cat? Um, <clears throat> second off... This guy has been around for 500 years. Do you know how many STDs he could have contracted in that time? I don't care if he's immortal. As my health teacher said, herpes can affect anybody. And lastly, WTF, Clea, you have known this guy one week, and up until a few hours ago, you thought he was going to kill you. Why? And then, of course, from then on, it causes her physical pain to be away from her sagey poo. Gag me. I blame Clea's whore friend, Raina. <laughs> Slut-shaming. Slut -shaming. Um, Raina, as Clea describes her, 
is a romantic who finds a new soulmate every time she leaves the house. There are quotes around there those are, two words. <laughs> oh, no, there are words for those kinds of girls, so don't go beating around the bush. Oh. Wow. Okay, anyway, Raina gives Clea the poetic advice of don't think, just feel, right before Clea goes off alone with Sage, the soulmate slash stranger slash serial killer. No, no, no. <laughs> Think first, Clea. Think first. Do you want to become a statistic? This book is all your fault, Raina, and I hate you. Wow. Strong words. <laughs> when everyone wasn't talking about soulmates, they were trying to figure out the mystery of where Clea's father disappeared to. Of course, the focus of this book turned to Sage as soon as he appeared. But anyway, the beginning was rather slow, but then everything happened like bam, bam, bam. Any information the reader found out was in clumps under circumstances that were too convenient for my liking. It was frustrating. A part I did enjoy was all of Clea's past lives, mm. but those were clumped up Amen. and rushed. I think I, it would have been better to have them dispersed throughout the novel. Mm -hmm. The ending was also extremely abrupt with so many questions unanswered. I wanted to punch a baby at first. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. I like that. Uh, but then I realized the book was over, so I felt happy again. <laughs> I feel that, too. <clears throat> Here are a list of my questions slash complaints. One, does Clea not have to go to school? I'm not sure what time of the year this book is taking place, but it's Clea is, a little, is still able to drop everything and go to South America or Japan whenever she feels like it, with only two boys for company. Two, why do people in Japan know who Clea is? <laughs> Since when is being a senator's daughter such a flippin' big deal that people on the other side of the world know who you are? I don't even know my senator's names. Three, why is Clea's mother so horrible? She just lets Clea have total independence. Want to go to Peru? Go ahead. Go ahead. Guam? Why, why not? not? Afghanistan? Are sure. You sure to bring, bring lots, lots of sunscreen. sunscreen. <laughs> and you would think... Her daughter apparently being such a big deal and all, she might have Cleus assigned a bodyguard or something? Nope. nope. Four. Why does Clea love Sage? He has no personality. She literally just describes she loves him. They didn't even have great chemistry. Five. Why are Clea and Ben immortal too? Mm -hmm. I understand Sage somewhat since he drank the elixir, but there is no explanation for Clea and Ben to have their souls being reborn again and again at random intervals. Six. What's a soul? I don't know my definition of a soul is, but this book has me all confused. Why is Clea so talented in some lives, like being a singer, artist, or actress, but has no apparent talent in this life? Wait, hold up. Does a soul just mean you have the same personality or lack thereof? She can, she's a photographer. She's a talented photographer. Let's keep going. Oh, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, seven. Why does Sage show up in Clea's pictures? Why is he sometimes floating and sometimes not? <laughs> Gah, no sense. Um, number eight. Is this the only time Clea is aware of her past lives? Yes. Or has she had the same dreams in her past? Nine. Since Ben always seems to be the problem, why don't they just kill him? <laughs> there. Problem solved. See you again in another hundred years. I'm just so done with these crappy YA paranormals. They are all the same. My intelligence is being insulted. This is a great review. Um, it really was the podcast summed up with some missing yeah. bits. This person also like wrote this like over 10 years ago. So I feel like 
all the slut shamey stuff could have been like, you know, yeah. Morgan F. I'm sure is a lot of, is yeah, a lot of it's soul probably searching. grown as a human. Yeah. I just want to say like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to call anyone out being like, you shouldn't do or say this. I'm just like, I want to let the listeners know that like, I probably talked like that 10 years. I probably, I was probably worse 10 years well, ago. Also want to wanna share the star rating they gave it. Oh, one, one. Exactly. Just a star, which I think is the lowest you can. It looks like they stopped locking things on Goodreads in 2013. That's true. Uh, the tags are pretty great. Uh, characters I want to shoot. Terrible parents. Medium-sized love triangle. Suckfest ebook. Man, what a good review. Uh, I'm going to try. A review. These are all, by the way, if you just scroll down, it's all a bunch of one-star reviews in a row. Yeah, they're pretty funny. But the average rating for this, you you think, would be like, what, like two, three point five three. Yeah, see, that's what I, I think. There's a lot of I think the people that enjoy the book aren't writing reviews about it. I think the people who do not enjoy the books. Thirteen thousand ratings and one thousand seven hundred reviews. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, you, there's a lot there's a lot to say about this book if you don't like it. OK, let me see if there is one I want to read here. Um, all right. I'm going to read one by Shady Boots. Are you ready oh, for that this? that one looks good. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Shitty Boots rated it one star. Shelves. Stupid girls. Boring. Get that thing away from me. Unoriginal. Hot mess. Don't understand why it's hyped. What do people like this shit? This is written February 13th, 2011. So this is a few months after it came out. Let me start off by saying that I actually like Hillary. And when I found out she wrote a YA book, I was excited. Little did I know this was going to be nothing but a ripoff. As I was reading this book, I realized that the similarities with Evermore were painfully obvious. I don't know what Evermore is. Me Girl either. meets boy. What the fuck is that? Girl finds out boy is immortal and has been with her in past lives. Girl dies horribly every time. Girl has a friend that's in love with her and jealous of the boy. Mm-hmm. Boy has a had a past love interest that apparently was a quote red-haired vixen, end quote, which in Evermore, the bitch girl Trina was also. Whoa, what did Trina do? Damn. <laughs> wow. I would say this though. Clea didn't annoy me as much as ever did. Clea didn't spend chapter after chapter pining and moaning over how muscular Sage is. She kind of did. Sure, she'd think about him from time to time and his thick neck. No, just kidding, that's Ben. Because uh, <laughs> that's, that's what she was supposed to do. But she wasn't as clingy or desperate as ever was, at least not in the first part. But unfortunately, further into the book, she started to obsess over him. And the sex scene happened way too soon. Way <laughs> too soon. Like, seriously. And they do it in the passenger seat of a car. <laughs> I love that everyone is just shitting let on me, the car Let thing. me bring it down for you. Clea, I see you in my dreams. Sage, I know. Your soul leads me to you. I love you. Clea, oh Sage, I love you too. Pop my cherry. Sage, pulls out condom. I bought them earlier. I knew it'd be an easy target. <laughs> Clea, oh Sage. Sage, oh Clea. Clea, Sage, Sage, Clea. Explosions of pleasure. And there's a, a, a GIF, yes, I said GIF, fuck you, saying, I don't motherfucking wow. think so. All right. I wouldn't say this book, that, that was me, not the author. All right. <clears throat> I wouldn't say this book was better than Evermore, but I also wouldn't say Evermore was better than this. This is just a review of Evermore. All right. They're equally bad. But comparing Clay to Ever, it looks like we got to go look at this other book now. Yeah, right. Oh, there's a spoiler. I'm going to click the spoiler. Um, also, at the end, Clea calls the savior people and gets Sage kidnapped. She should have just let him kill himself and free them of this stupid piece of shit, cycle, curse, whatever. And I don't get why Ben blames himself. And I don't get why Clea blames him. It doesn't matter if he ran down the hill or not. 
Sage would have be, still been kidnapped either way. This whole blaming thing really pissed the hell out of me because in reality, it was nobody's fault. I kind of, yeah, I, I feel that. This person is not wrong. And also, I just think it's kind of funny that she just blames Ben for no reason. <laughs> he deserves it. God. Overall, this Ben was a hot mess. The romance was too cliche and sped up, and the book was overloaded with Evermore. Stop talking about Evermore. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Heck, Clay and Sage even look like Ever and Damon. I, I know more about Evermore than I ever wanted to from this review. All right. <clears throat> I also know that it's not good, which is kind of disappointing. I was like, oh, is that a good book? Like, oh, no, it's not. I thought about reading the second one, but after finding out that there, there will be a female character stealing Sage's attention. Oh, I was like, fuck that. Not only because scenarios like that bother me, but because that's another similarity with the Immortals series. In the second book, the hero's off with some other bitch while flaunting it in the heroine's God. face. Sadly, <laughs> a lot of YA is like this day. Uh, side face. I don't get it. And then we have one of the My Little Pony characters. I think Rainbow Dash? Uh, Doing a shrug? Sure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's one star review. So, I agree with most of this review, but... I actually love when the hero's off with some other bitch. While yeah, I'm excited now. I'm excited. I love that. I know. I'm like, oh, there's another. See, now I'm interested because there's going to be an actual the promise of actual conflict and interest. I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah, Maybe this woman will actually be of appropriate age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe a 55 year old mom who lives in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that sounds great to me. Uh, you want to read any other reviews popping out to you? You want to hear a positive review? No. You're probably going to read one anyway. I found a great one, though. <clears throat> go for it. OK, here we go. Uh, this is from Mareri, read in April 2012. <clears throat> and here we go. She rated it two stars. What do you think when you hear the name Hillary Duff? Do you think of Disney's show Lizzie McGuire and or her other movies? Or do you think of her four released albums with her catchy songs and small yet pretty voice? What about her novel? Record Scratch. What? Did I just say that Hilary Duff is an author? Sadly, it is true. Hilary Duff wrote a novel and her book Elixir is now a New York Times bestseller. Cue the disbelief. When my drama class teacher started reading the first two pages aloud, I had a feeling that this book was going to be terrible. The writing was very overdramatic and exaggerated, and it almost sounded dot 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 sexual and unintentionally funny. Very unintentionally funny. Was I right? Hmm. Dot dot dot. I'll tell you about that later. First, I'm going to list you the main reason why I didn't like it. Oh, no. Oh, no, Dan. Are you ready? Are you ready? It is way too similar to Evermore from the Immortal series by Allison Noel. I guess we know what that is now. That was mentioned in all the reviews you, so far. Immortals oh was God, Evermore, yeah. apparently. Do we have to read that now? Okay. Oh, back to this. Okay. And if you had read my previous reviews, you are aware of my deep Lore. hatred for the series. Lore. Wow. While I was re when I was reading, I noticed a lot of similarities with the series, and I wondered if Hilary Duff took the series as an inspiration for her book. 
Before you get mad at me, I'm going to tell you that I'm very aware that Alison Noel doesn't own Immortals. In fact, the subject of immortality in fiction came from the very beginning of literature, and it is not new. But the similarities of the Immortals and Elixir are not just about the paranormal aspects, it is also about the male protagonists being old and creepy, but considered hot and mysterious. The heroines being dumb and stupid, but considered perfect. The reincarnation of the heroines in other lives for centuries, a red-haired ex who kills the reincarnations of the protagonist repeatedly, oh, the love triangles between the mythological being and the heroine's best friend, and, of course, the sudden insta-love between the main characters. Hold on. She said dumb and stupid? Sorry, go on. She really said dumb and stupid, and I don't disagree. Uh, okay. The plot. It was actually a very promising plot. Clea Raymond is the daughter of a famous politician mother and a surgeon father. She's also famous on her own, being a photojournalist and all. Then a man starts appearing in her pictures, including ones when she was a baby. And somehow, that mysterious man has a connection with the disappearance of her father. It sounded so gripping and disturbing that I actually couldn't wait to read it. My mistake. The plot was as absurd as BP's credibility. Wow, this was really written in the early 2010s. Oh, God. I was like, what what's a BP? reference oh, the to oil be, like, spill. Oil spill, yeah. Wow. <clears throat> All right, the characters. Oh, I consider Claire Raymond a Mary Sue. Oof. She's rich, beautiful, popular, smart talented has the best two best friends in the it's world not popular she always gets what she wants she's no her friends. mother is cool with whatever she does yeah she has no friends dude she's not popular uh, <clears throat> she was very boring and whiny really whiny and damn she always questions everything there was always questions lots of it in every single page did this happen why it happened could this be would this would that how it and a freaking did my dad had a coffin is she really that clueless about what's going on around her i felt that i was reading reading dora the fucking explorer and i was the audience then we have an iCarly gif <laughs> come on dora you're the one with the map don't ask me Raina is Clea's best friend since they were in their mother's womb. I'm not kidding. She's a romantic and believes every guy she meets is her soulmate. <laughs> oh no, here it comes. In other words, she's a slut. Cue the <laughs> good old fashioned slut shaming. Is this the same person as earlier? Is this person writing multiple reviews with different accounts? These are just like teenage girls in 2010, 11, 12. That's, how, that's like how... It was, yeah. God. Anyway, keep going. Or how it was to really boring and basic people. I don't know. I was pretty sex positive. I was I was being a slut in 2012, so I was having a great time. Um, and then there's Ben, the only one with a normal name. Clea's best friend slash bodyguard. <laughs> he is in love with Clea, but she doesn't acknowledge that. that. Don't worry, she will. The man in the pictures. The creepy old man that Clea first suspected as a murderer. Or an incubus that wanted to impregnate her with a demon child. Then, as a guardian angel and soulmate. Ugh. Serve me up, insta-love. And the 600-year-old immortal's name is... Dot, 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 Sage. Seriously, that's his name. Can't stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Sage reminds me of a porn star. Even the name of an overly sexual little girl. Oh, oh my God. God. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> or a drag queen. I had many problems with this book. There's no chemistry between Clea and Sage. There's no explanation for their attraction. None. Reyna is annoying. 
Clea's mother is very careless. You want to go to Tokyo, Brazil, Europe, or whatever place you want? Here's my credit card. Have fun. And does she ever go to school? She's 17 years old. I remember one chapter that Clea told Raina to stay home because she has school the next day. And Clea apparently isn't homeschooled or has a tutor. So I assume that Clea doesn't go to school at all. When Sage finally tells Clea about their soulmate status, she loses her virginity with him in the back of Raina's car. They'd only met for two days, and he already had a condom with him. Ew! Disgusting! And the next day, he ignores her. He might as well have told her this. Ha ha ha, fuck you. And that's, uh, what's his name from The Hangover? Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't feel sorry for her. And I blame Raina, Raina for what happened. She's the one who told Clea not to Why do people hate Raina so much? I, I don't know. Yeah, Raina's the only good character. Y'all are haters. Um... The, the book was dull. There's no real conflict. It was plain, brainless, stupid, moronic. But heck, I was entertained by the stupidity of it. Her writing was all right, though. No grammar or punctuation mistakes, but it was very juvenile. I felt that a teenager wrote this instead of a 20-plus-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. But then the climax reached. The last two chapters were actually the only good parts of this whole book. Disagree. And the cliffhanger was good enough to continue with the sequel. Disagree. It was like Duff or Elise Allen, finally woke up. That was not my, that's in the review, by the way, in parentheses. So people agree with me. Um, finally woke up and thought of writing the story well, but it didn't last long. Sage was actually suicidal. And when he got kidnapped, Clea blames it on Ben, which is bad enough because he feels that it was all his fault. Now she has to rescue her soulmate. In conclusion, the writing was okay, but the book was very flawed in characters and plot, almost cheesy and ridiculous. It was better than the, whoa, whoa, <laughs> sorry, I'm drinking, I'm a, yeah, <laughs> chugging some work beers over here, um, LaCroix, uh, it was better than the last YA paranormal novels that have been released, e.g. Twilight, The Immortals, but it wasn't good enough to be, to even be considered unique and great and not bad enough to be on my shelf of worst books I've ever read. I'm going to read the sequel anyways. By the way, I wrote the review listening to Hilary Duff's music because I'm weird like that. Hello, Elsa Random. So, yeah. All right. That was great. Um, I have one review for us. This is the last negative review I'll, I think I'll read. I'm going to switch the positive back to this. I think I encourage you to look for positive reviews as well. We can make fun of the reviewer. Okay. Because I think they're yeah. all saying the same thing. Right. It seems like I think even the good reviews are going to say the same but thing. But let's just dive into some positive reviews while I read this one. Are you ready? I had to click this okay. one because it said it contains spoilers. All right. This is Ooh. by Picture Perfect. Rate it one star. This is from February 6, 2011. Recommends it for dumb airheads who don't care about writing at all. <clears throat> I didn't have high hopes for this book when I read this book. Okay. I actually wanted to prove that I was right in the sense that this book would suck. And it did. It sucked guts. From the first page, sucked the book guts. lost my attention. The font was pretty big for a novel. Of course, that's just the beginning of it all. Here is my list of unfathomable things in this book. These are seven items. Number one, the size of the font. Who is she kidding? Could she not <laughs> fill up the book? <laughs> Number two, many grammatical errors. I didn't find and pinpoint all of them because I don't like to do that. But some were just so easy to catch. Number but she three, said I made an exception. Yeah. Number three, cliched plot. 
Totally copied Evermore by Alice and Noel. What the fuck is this? (laughs) Every single review has mentioned this. Alice and Noel should sue. It kind of brought all of the, quote, immortal series, end quote, why is that in quotes? Books into one book to start off Hilary Duff's series. In both books, there's a mortal character, an elixir, really, a conflicting character between the romance. This book doesn't talk about powers or anything, but it does mention the end, the forbidden relationship. Comparing this book to Evermore is actually not an accomplishment. Congratulations. All right, number four. I totally wanted to slam the book against the wall. Hilary Duff watches too many movies. Way too many. So Clea meets her soulmate in a span of two to three days. Declares that she loves with she loves with him. I'm reading this verbatim. And is the man in her dreams. And when she is supposed to be picking up snacks, she has sex, dot dot dot, with him, dot dot dot, in the passenger seat, dot dot dot, of her best friend's car. Best friend's car. The best friend's car trying to fuck yeah, incubus. This is this is the exact opposite of Scrubs by TLC. Talk about wrong. That is not romantic. I think that's kind of dot 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 weird. Considering how Sage happened to bring along birth control. Ew. This series should totally end with Clea getting some rare immortal STD from Sage. Ha. Wow. Wow. Every single review has managed to slip in some slut shaming shit out of fucking yeah, nowhere. Yeah, okay. I, I, I just like, I'm like imagining who wrote these reviews and they were like, Pick me energy. Teenage, teen, yeah, teenage girls who really liked to read and made that their whole personality in 2010, and who are like probably adults now and, and right. like have more power to you. And like are not, yeah, I'm like, I'm all, listen, all these reviews are like more than seven years old. I'm not judging any of the reviewers. I'm just, I'm absorbing the, the content that I'm, I'm reading. Number um, five the romance between Clea and Sage is really weird and bipolar. It's just not love. Okay, disagree with that. All right, number six. The characters are very weakly developed. In the beginning, Clea basically acted like some storyteller. Randomly, she started talking about her life, dot dot dot, in a nightclub. Number seven, the plot dragged on in some parts, but set up, sped up in some parts. It's like Hilary Duff just wanted to write for the sake of finishing a book and getting publicity. Hilary Duff, don't quit your day job. Wait, I think she doesn't even have one. Last time I checked, her acting career disappeared. Okay, oh my I'm going to pause this. She's a musician first and foremost, and she's anyway. a businesswoman. She's, she's, she's an in entrepreneur. Her bag. She is posting on Instagram. She is thriving. Last paragraph. Anyway, despite all the negative comments, the book was decent, probably because Hilary Duff had some help from another person. And all, I think it should be Elise Allen with Hilary Duff. <laughs> but I can tell that Hilary Duff did think of the story. She must have read Evermore before writing. Ha! Huh. The humor is kind of strange in some parts. It's okay if you like Twilight and all. The writing was pretty poor and boring. I kind of feel Tokyo and Connecticut and Brazil are the same place now. (laughs) Yeah. A good writer would have put description into the quickly changing setting. Or fucking anything, if you ask me. It may seem excess, but it isn't. It gives a plot even more of an even tempo, which is totally lacking in this book. I will not read the rest of the series. Hmm. Strong words. Poof. Anyway, that's a that's a one star review by Picture Perfect. Okay. Are you so positive reviews now? Yeah. So I found the ultimate positive review. All right. This might this might be the okay. I also happened upon some things in the comments. Oh, there. Oh, there are comments. There are comments. 
Let me go ahead and read this, Dan. Are Wait, you ready? Okay, go ahead. Who wrote it? So I can find along with you. I don't want you to find along with me because okay. I want you to react to this in real time. Okay, so I'm can ready. you do me? So because as I read the comments, I want you to react to me. So don't look this up. Okay. Um, but it is the first positive review, and there was an edit. Um, so read in October of 2010. I really loved it. The plot is definitely well written and put together. Hillary truly had a great sense of her characters and where she wanted to to story to go. I guess you could say the first chapter is a bit wordy, but it's descriptive slash detailed slash vivid enough for the reader to imagine the scene and get to know the characters. <clears throat> After that, the pacing is pretty good. I'm definitely liking the dynamic. Ooh, I don't think this person has finished reading the book. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely liking the dynamic between Clea and her best friends, Reyna and Ben. In a perilous situation, Clea totally lets you know how she functions with and without them. She's True. more good-humored, humble, insecure of the three, while Reyna is She's the ideal BFF humble. package, and Ben is the support system. There's plenty of one-liners that add a nice touch of humor true. between the three. That's actually true. Which was a good contrast to her heavier and slightly gory scenes, which made me LOL. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the more graphic scenes, I was certainly freaked out by them. The end of chapter two gave me the willies, and Clea's <laughs> nightmares gave me a good scare. So props to Hillary for evoking fear off the pages. Oh. I also got a good sense of Clea's relationship with her father. I guess so. Even though they were really close, there's still a huge amount of innocence that Clea ends up having to sort through and understand. I hope later on in the series, Hillary can develop Clea's relationship with her mom, depending on where the story goes, because as of now, there's some instability and insecurity and distance that needs to eventually be addressed. As for Clea and Sage, I really liked the fact that Clea didn't let her feelings get in the way of her trying to look at their situation logically for most of the book. At, they're only in the situation because of her illogical feelings. She should be at school. I agree with those other reviewers. Um, yeah, why isn't she in school? <clears throat> Back to this. Um, at first, Sage and Clea's spiritual bond comes off a bit disjointed and a bit kind of hard to believe during the second half of the book. Uh, though I think that was partially its intention for what is revealed when they're in Japan. That's probably my only concern. Other than that, what? I can see why the Ben Clea Sage love triangle was so dangerous. I don't even know who Clea should truly be with. And I think that's good because Clea has been through heck and I'm waiting for some more <laughs> development later in the series. And I felt that was a good place for Hillary to have the cliffhanger. Overall, Elixir was a quick, enjoyable read, and I can't wait to see what Hillary does with book two. I'm a huge Hillary fan, and I think adding author to her resume is awesome. She's told stories through her songwriting and acting, so it seems natural for her to do the same in book form, and Hillary said the same thing during her Today Show interview today. I think it's today. cool of her to have a fiction series out instead of a memoir slash autobio because it seems like most celebs do memoirs slash autobios. Not saying that's bad. It's just not very often that celebs are interested in writing fiction. <clears throat> it's different in a good way. Hillary and Tyra are the are only two of the small handful that I know off the top of my head that are doing slash have done this. Tyra? She name drops Tyra for no reason. Okay, Tyra Dan, are you ready Banks? for the comments? Are you ready for the comments? Wait, hold on. Tyra Banks wrote fiction? Go on, go on. Okay, well, we have to... Well, okay, we're going to search for that afterwards. But here, are you, are you ready, Dan? Yes. <clears throat> so the first comment 
from 10 years ago, by the way, the timestamp says 10 years ago. Um, someone named Jim Lentz comments, book has a ghostwriter. And the review author in response to this, are you ready, Dan? <clears throat> As a matter of fact, a Hillary fan emailed the co-writer Elise Allen and she replied, so glad you're looking forward to Elixir. People co-write in all kinds of ways. With us, by the time I met Hillary, she already had the idea for Elixir, the characters, and a strong sense of the story she wanted to tell. Yes! I helped her develop her, shut the fuck up, her ideas, and shape them into the novel. And yes, we spent a lot of time sitting together with our laptops going over every word. Hillary's a wonderful person and very talented. It was a pleasure working with her. I'm glad you enjoyed the first chapter, and I hope you're equally happy with the rest of the book. All the best, Elise. So, in short, Elixir was Hillary's idea and written by Hillary. A little assistance, nor does Hillary's name being plastered on the cover, doesn't mean it was ghostwritten. And then, are you ready? Here's the last comment. By this guy again, Jim Lentz. Hello again. Elise is my stepdaughter. She is married. <laughs> this is so much. This is too much. She is very talented and I'm sure will help make the book a success. Regards, Jim. Jim. He does sound like a boomer. <laughs> Wait, read that. Like I want to hear that one more time. Can you read that comment one more time? I have to process this. I, mean, <laughs> I have to process this. So this guy commented and he was like, oh, the book has a ghostwriter. And then the reason why he was so insistent about that is because it's his stepdaughter. <clears throat> Hello again. Elise is my stepdaughter. <laughs> she is very talented and I'm sure will help make the book a success. Regards. Jim. <laughs> okay, I loved so many things about this. First off, this is the biggest I twist you, we've I ever encountered. Look at it. This is the biggest twist of the podcast. This is the biggest twist of the podcast. I I was wrong, and I'm never wrong. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been wrong before in my life. Oh, it's God. not a great feeling, and I never want to be wrong ever again. What's fascinating to me is that this dude could have, I mean, if we'd believe this is real, because the way he said Jim really makes me actually believe that it's actually him. Because they get yeah, a teenager, like, they wouldn't yeah. sign their name. Who'd, and like, who who would care that much about this? Besides <laughs> <laughs> us. <laughs> who the fuck else is doing this? this Alright, let's break this down. The more fascinating thing to me, the more fascinating thing to me about this is that if if it was my stepdaughter, I would have been in the comments saying, hey, my stepdaughter, Elise Allen, talented writer, she wrote most of this. It's not technically ghostwriting because they were working together. But like, so he still like insisted on giving Hillary Duff a lot of credit, which I found really interesting there. You notice that? Yeah, because you were right, Dan, okay? Because you were right. What? <laughs> Woo! Because Hillary Duff wrote some of this book. Are you happy now? Probably the bad parts. Yeah, honestly, that's probably why it sucks. Uh, oh God! Stick to stick to short form. Thank you for not letting me. Oh, I got to know there are comments in this thing. Oh my God! What oh, the a, comments are great. What? Wait, <laughs> that one that, took me on a journey. Hold on, has he comments in other things? I wow, that's a that's a rabbit hole. You can jump down. The reviewers, do you want the reviewer name? It's the first positive review. It's a uh, A Z N underscore SETI. A Z N. 
Oh, I found it. You can you can take yourself on that journey. There's nothing on his page at all. That is the only thing he's ever done is comment on that review. Yeah, because he <laughs> that's his stepdaughter. I like the, he rev- he commented on a five star review. Yeah, he did. Well, that one was the, the minute I saw that one that was like an email from Elise Allen. I was like, it's all over. I've it's lost. God, wow. That is. This what a is twist. Brown, what a twist. I mean, why, why haven't I emailed Elise Allen? Who knows? Yeah, why? Wow, because we've talked a lot of shit. That's why. Well, yeah, we don't want her to listen to us shitbagging. I mean, it's been it's been 11 years. I'm sure she has some qualms about things she would do differently. I'm sure that like. What if we, we get slapped with a cease and desist? God. Well, it was like 2010. Like, imagine, I imagine that she has like, you know, had a b- bigger world understanding of the world now. Yeah. And hopefully isn't the same liberal type of person anymore. You know? I don't know. You'd be surprised. Do you ever, have you ever spoken to someone from, well, it's horrifying, but talking to someone from, from high school who just like hasn't changed since then. And you're just like. Oh, yeah, but no, that's not true. You know what? I haven't changed at all. I'm still the same person I've always been. What a what a time. Yeah, that was a that was a ride. I'm satisfied with this. I had a great time reading this. Uh, this Me these too. Those Goodreads. were some good ones. Yeah, I can't wait for the next one. Honestly, I actually am really suddenly excited to read Devoted now, which you now have a physical copy of. Yeah, I'm holding it right now, and it's not velvety. No. But, uh, this font size is huge. Whatever, whoever commented on that, yeah, this really is probably a much shorter book than it actually is. Maybe it was, uh, well, this is short chapters, which would be interesting to deal with. Um, this is, so you're, you're going to not be stuck to the audiobook anymore, which I think will be a good thing, because I know you're more of an audio uh, auditory learner, but at the same time, you're kind of at the mercy of, of um, Julia Whalen's uh, reading I, speed. I really was, huh? Because you were like, I want to be yeah, done with this, and you really had to sit through her describing a scene. write even more. Whereas I can, like, skim a little bit when I know where I've seen what, like, is being said or what's being done. I'm like, okay, I get it, and, like, kind of, like, skim ahead. I promise I'm literate, Dan. I promise I can read this. Unlike, uh, unlike Leah Michelle. Just kidding. That's a deep cut. God, Um, I'm reading. I'm reading. I read books. I'm reading a what is it? The Mountain Goats guy's book. It's pretty good so far. The way he writes, though, is kind of weird. I have to like read. You have to read his really long sentences like they're Mountain Goats lyrics. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sad. I'm done with this episode. How do you feel? I yeah, me too. I feel very sad. I feel like we've tied a nice bow on Elixir. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that big reveal was uh something that needed to happen. That was that was wild. such a reveal. The fact that I discovered it. See, because I wouldn't have believed. I would have fought you if you had discovered it and said it. That's why you when you were like, which one is this review? I was like, don't look it up. I didn't realize there were comments on reviews. I was just looking the the whatever you could expand within the em- embed. That one caught my eye. I, like scrolled down and I was like, oh. I was wrong. That's the only time I've ever been wrong in my whole life. Did you know that? Wow. You get it. I get it. Um, some wait, okay, one more thing I want to bring up here. One of the reviews I found funny was like, Teresa, rate it one star. Recommends it for nobody. I envy them. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for this? Recommended to Teresa by 
Self, I had a moment of insanity. <laughs> Mood. Us starting this podcast. Right? Honestly. All right. Um, anything you want to plug? Uh... Um, yeah. Yeah, read Wolf in the White Van. Wolf in White Van. Wow. Nice. There's one article missing from that title. The Mountain Goats Guy. It's pretty good. I'm really liking the book so far. Nice. And I'm going to plug nothing. Enjoy yourself. Shoot yourself. Uh, next time we'll be uh, likely either starting off into a devoted or we'll do a special one-off about uh, the infamous Sparks music video if we can get our guests to coordinate. Oh my god, I'm going to kick Thomas's ass. Don't worry. I got okay. this. I'm seeing him tomorrow because it's his birthday. So uh, Happy birthday, okay, Thomas. Man. Get your shit together. Yeah. Gemini's. Gemini season. Jeez. It's almost cam- it's almost cancer season. Astrolo- astrology people at-, at the podcast guess our signs. Seriously. Before you go away, go away, go away. Wait. This one's over. Let it go and subscribe. Next episode comes next Sunday or next Monday. Please go rate our podcast on iTunes today. Don't log off, please just go and please follow our Twitter till next Sunday or next Monday. Haven't you told a friend? Check us out today.